0: Okay, so today you're casting a spell. Today I'm gonna cast yeah. a spell. Do you want to start? Like, are we? Yeah. Is this is it.
1: What well, were we talking about before Connor came out? I yeah. don't remember.
0: Oh, yeah. the interview with Connor. Oh
1: yeah, I interviewed Connor for yeah. his podcast oh, yeah. about his album mm-hmm. um, because he sometimes struggles to tell the internet all his feelings. Oh. So I figured he could tell the feelings to me, and then we could put that on the internet. Smart. And that was fun. And was did he so do nice. it? Yeah. Oh, that's he did so a great cool. Job. He did a great job. I love that. Um, Yeah, it was cute and funny. But I
0: loved the little blurb. I like he – I mean, you can go watch it on probably both of your – is it a reel that like you're both tagged in? What a good point. He should definitely – You should probably both be tagged in. Um, But just the idea that like once he shares what inspired the song or like what the song means, Mm -hmm. then it has a meaning that's defined versus when we just listen and feel what we feel then the meaning is bigger. Mm I thought that was very cool. It's a great point. That's how art works anyway.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. And there's this thing of like we all intake art. I mean, we all know from like the consumer side, sometimes we'll look at a piece of art or watch a movie or listen to a song and be like, ugh, just tell me what it's about. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I don't get it. Yeah. Or the experience of looking at something, feeling not very impacted by it, and then someone tells you what was in the mind of the artist when it was happening. And then you can sort of perceive this new depth to it. Yeah. Or
0: sometimes I have one I love an artist I listen to this song and I'll be like, oh, I love this song. I wonder what they were thinking or mm-hmm. feeling. So then I want to know, mm-hmm. but I've already loved it. Yeah. I just want to know them more basically.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then there's this other thing of like, well, art exists to be perceived, mm-hmm. and a new thing occurs mm-hmm. every new time a person brings their consciousness to the piece of mm-hmm. art. It's now now that the artist has made it and it's out. It's just something, yeah, and it's there to uh, mix with your chemicals and your feelings and continuously create yeah. a
0: new consciousness every time yeah and he was talking about how when you read a book you imagine it a certain way but then once they make the movie about it and they cast these certain actors as the characters then it becomes a much more specific Mm -hmm. experience and so it's almost nicer when it gets to be what you imagined it to be yeah yeah
1: it's cool because we all contribute then Mm -hmm. like we're all creating our own Mm -hmm. little harry potters yeah that's cute yeah love it so fun anyway okay speaking of harry potters and spells yeah. Um, I wanna talk about time today. Okay. But should we first introduce ourselves?
0: Sure, I'm Let's Jessica. Hi everybody, welcome back. My name's Jessica Hover. I'm Lane Dealing Sherland, and this is Very Good Enough,
1: a podcast from Very Good Mothers Club. Cast away. It comes again. This is the second episode this season that comes directly out of my own personal need okay. <laughs> where I'm like, I need this. Yeah, Make that three. This is the third episode. Okay. The decisions
0: one and then the Dr. Sam one. I know that one. That one's so good. If I you know. haven't listened to the Dr. Sam one, really please listen mm-hmm. to that one. That was so impactful for mm-hmm. me. Yep. Me too.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel like, um, just a slightly
0: altered person Mm. in the weeks since we've had that conversation. That's so good. I also feel like it affected um, encouragement and advice I give to people mm -hmm. because it's amazing the way – the stuff she talks about, how we all experience like this struggle with anger, frustration, like taking up space in a moment.
1: Right, right, because it's really about our aliveness. Mm. It's the thing of like there are these sort of negative – or like quote unquote negative feelings or yeah. we, ha- we have some things that we're like, every time it comes up, we feel like we should push it away. Right. But every time we push ourselves away, we're just a little less alive.
0: Mm. And
1: so to let it all mm-hmm. be back in there, like it's, it's a um, – how about this one? Revivication. There's a way that you can say revive that's like okay. it's happening to you. I got to look at how to say that because that's a fun word for us.
0: That's cool. But like it's like a revival of your humanness. Yeah. And it affects the way you relate to your kids – big, huge emotions mm-hmm. that are kind of overwhelming and sometimes scary and sometimes really sucky to be on the receiving end of. Yeah. But when you have the perspective of that, then you can help guide with love and understanding. Mm-hmm. It's cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. Learning how to like welcome the thing and say like not that expression of it.
0: Yeah. But yes yeah. to the thing. We're not, are not here. You're going to move <laughs> this to this room. Yep. You can take up all the space you want in your bedroom. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to be out here while you're that noisy. Yeah. 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 Anyways, if you're hearing this
1: and you haven't heard that, just pause this one real yeah. like, quick. Go back and listen to that one. Yeah, because this will it, all make it sense. It will undergird everything. Yeah, that we talk about forever. So you and I both are in a moment in life where there are too many pieces of life to fit into the allotted time. Right. And by the allotted time, I mean when the sun comes up and then when the sun goes down. Yeah. And you can't make that more. <laughs> yeah. And in fact, it's about to be. Um, well, I was going to say it's about to be daylight savings, but I'm going to have to cut that out because it's not going to going to just leave it in. They'll get it. For us now, it's yeah, about it's to be. By the
0: time you hear this, we have less time. Tomorrow. Today is the
1: 11th. Is tomorrow? The third of. Um, it's this weekend. I don't I oh, remember man, if it's a Good thing Sunday you're telling me. <laughs>
0: I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. I feel like it's the fifth. Okay. I don't know.
0: Anyways, daylight mm-hmm. hours are about to
1: decrease yet yeah, again. And there's just too much stuff. Yeah. And uh, I know there are tiny ways that we've each looked for like, how can I kind of offload some things? Yeah. Like I'm doing the bonus episodes so that you don't mm-hmm. have to do them this season. And mm-hmm. Connor is helping me make dinner a lot mm-hmm. more so that I don't, I'm not also like looking over time for food. But I there are kind of two things happening at once. One is that there's objectively more projects on the calendar.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so they're like, that's real. But then there's also the sort of experience inside of like, oh, I wake up going like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, God." Mm. and like looking for the thing that I've already forgot and looking for how I need to optimize Mm -hmm. because, oh, my God, I have so much stuff to do, so I have to optimize every second of my life. And then if I look back at the days, this has been particularly the last three weeks for me. I taught that workshop with Centerline, so I had to prep for that and then Mm -hmm. do that thing. And then um, somebody gave me some design work to do and then wow. connor's album came out so i've been doing a ton of stuff with him you guys make so music, music videos video. yeah we're editing the music video this week wow. it's gonna take it's already taken a bunch of nights and it's gonna take a couple more wow. and we did this podcast episode and i'm gonna help him with lyric video just like okay all the visual and design yeah um I I am delighted. I love to be able to. I would love for my life to fund my life in such a way that part of like what my job and life is is to do this that's stuff so cool. with him. So it's it's all stuff that's like very forward looking for me. Mm-hmm. Of like this is part of my like lifestyle design. Looking forward includes more of this stuff, mm-hmm. but it's still got all the pieces currently. Yeah, in the life, and and so then the the wake up feeling is like whoa extra cortisol in the morning because I know I yeah. gotta. Or I think I gotta really get going, Mm -hmm. really optimize. Everything feels frantic. Yes, I have this, then this, then this, Mm -hmm. then this. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and part of what I'm noticing is that even when I'm doing one of the things that I'm supposed to be doing, I'm Mm -hmm. still running this background feeling of like, and you have other stuff you're not getting to, and you Mm -hmm. have other stuff you're not getting to, even though I can only, I can do uh, like obviously only do the thing that's in front of me. Yeah. At the same time, I shouldn't be right now doing all that other stuff because I'm doing this. Mm But I'm still adding extra Mm. frenzy to Mm -hmm. it, adding sort of extra friction to my life. Mm -hmm. Waking up in the morning, knowing I'm not going to jump out of bed and work most days. Yeah, Uh, I I did jump out of bed on Tuesday and cut that reel and then post that reel. Like it was so good. Yeah, yeah. But so, and and, and I I do find there
0: are there are weeks where it's required of us, where Mm we, it's like okay, right now I'm inside of this very specific eight week chunk of time where I've taken on a big job but it will provide my fam- for my family in a generous yeah. way. So I'm kind of just reminding myself like this pace is not my forever pace mm-hmm. unless I accidentally make it my forever pace, right. which would be a problem. Right. But this right now is for a reason or like with Connor's project like this probably is all very time sensitive mm-hmm. to like certain deadlines. And so how do we live inside of this without burning to a crisp is what Sean always says. Like, yeah. don't burn to a crisp. We need to do this and we want to survive this. This is only a gift if it's actually a gift. Yeah. Otherwise we've just like killed ourselves in the process. And then what's that for? Yeah. Yeah. And then we missed
1: the days of our yeah. lives Yeah. and now we and have the to gift. We can't even live the gift on mm-hmm. the other side of it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I do switch pretty immediately. I'm, I'm susceptible to like all good, all bad kinds of thinking and like being like when I'm happy or when I'm, feeling less happy, like either one being like, it's going to be like this forever. Mm. (laughs) Like as soon as it is, I'm like, well, it's always, which is very, (laughs) it's kind of like underdeveloped childish. (laughs) It's probably probably, pretty normal. from being little. A lot of us do that. (laughs) You you know, like in a moment of euphoria, I'm like, I've done it. My life is solved. (laughs) Or when something works, I'm like, oh, now I have to, like, while it's working, I'm, like, how do I plan this into my life forever mm. so that I will, it will always work and then I will never feel that bad way again? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I do that a lot with, like, nutrition or certain kinds of exercise Makes or whatever. Sense. You know, if I got myself to exercise that day, I'm, like, perfect. How do I make it like this, this my forever? Idea. Yeah, And that – sucks away any space mm. that exists in my life because I'm filling all the space with that feeling of, oh, I'm so busy or, oh, this is forever mm. rather than like really when I look at my weeks, last few weeks, they've have, they have been really full and there have been some days that are just like doll eyes fluttering open and then like closing back at night and every second in between was full, yeah. but not that many. Okay. A bunch of them actually kind of weren't hmm. and yet I felt – all that whole time, the, the pressure, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because like I wasn't, do- well, I've already said that part, like I wasn't doing mm-hmm. the eight things at a time. And then when I am feeling like I'm busy in my life, if someone asks me to do something or offers something to me, I only know how to reflect like what I want to be able to, Would I be able to, or want to do that now. Mm. But right now I'm really tired and no one's asking me to do it right now. Mm-hmm. And yet I feel this like the defense system come up of like Ugh! oh no. Yeah. I can't do that right now. I couldn't possibly go visit that person right now or go do that fun thing or do it. that job that's going to fund yeah. uh, the next piece of my sure. life. But nobody's asking me to do it right, right now. now.
0: Yeah.
1: They're asking me to do it later. And yeah. later I could have slept more than I did right, right now. The like plan for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's this way in which the, the spell I'm hoping to cast today mm-hmm. is about kind of um, helping us dissolve that illusion that's mm-hmm. filling up all the spaces in between mm-hmm. because there are spaces in between and there are moments in between. Mm-hmm. And even like now, you and I sitting here, mm-hmm. I could be with you. Mm-hmm. I could just be with you mm-hmm. and have this conversation right now. There are no expectations that I'm additionally doing other tasks while I'm recording a podcast right, with you. right. But I could be, and a little am, Yeah. running this yeah. background thing of like, and after this, I'm going to write the copy for the episode that's going to go up tomorrow. I need totally. to make sure that Jess takes that file home mm-hmm. with her so it can go up on YouTube. And then I'm also going to finish editing this reel. And then I'm also going to try and get other people. Right. Mm-hmm. The subject of podcast mm-hmm. is open in my mind right now. Yeah. Where the real experience is that I'm having a lovely conversation mm-hmm. that's been designated like weekly. Mm-hmm. I get to sit with you, this beautiful person whom I love, mm-hmm. and just talk about something. Yeah but because the like podcast folder is mm-hmm. open in my brain i am thinking about them and i am thinking yeah. about future them and i'm thinking about everything that's tagged mm-hmm. with the hashtag podcast yeah. in my brain yeah, yeah. i really so the experience could be really different mm-hmm. cuz none of that other stuff is here it's just
0: you and me <gasps> right talking just feels like it's floating over your head and and mm-hmm. i also have my own floating over my head of course yeah some of it too like on a practical level is almost organizational where if I if I've written down everything that's floating in my head, then I can stare at you and really see you but if I feel that like okay Friday today's Friday So for me Friday means something very specific because my kids are in school and it's my last day of a work week to yeah. fully give my attention to whatever I can without my kids also being in the room mm-hmm. If I'm organized then I just know that I go from this thing to this thing to this thing. And it's almost like it's planned for me, but I'm not very good at that. And uh, it's not even just that I'm not very good at it. it, There's too many things on the plate. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I think it's like, sure, I'm organized to the level that I can be, but then there's just all day long, like, did you do this? Have you remember this? Oh, I need you for this. Hey, have you caught, thought of this? This came up. And so then it is the like floating, okay, yeah. can I get through? And I'm sure like they're going to be listening to this or we're going to listen to this again when the holidays are happening. Mm-hmm. And there is a similar thing of yeah. like, oh, this person needs something. Oh, this came up. Do you want to do this fun thing? Oh, this is happening. Oh, this kid's sick. For mm-hmm. That's been us lately. Right. So-and-so's not sleeping. One of them's sick. Other ones just switched to a different bed. So they're not sleeping. So you add this like – nighttime element of chaos Mm -hmm. that then you are propelled into your daytime chaos with less sleep and fussy kids and a fussy dynamic in the marriage. And there's like, Merry Christmas, happy holidays. Mm -hmm. you know. It's just how do you... I guess what I'm saying is I receive the spell. I I receive the reminder to be engaged with the present because that's what we have. We don't have other things. Mm -hmm. We have this thing right now in this moment.
1: Right. And what if our experience of the too many things could perhaps still be one or two things at a time because Mm. I can do two things at a time. Sure. Many of us and all of you have learned how to do a couple things at a time. But what if it's... What if there's a way for us to allow it to just be those things or to choose which things it's going to be? I'm going to rock this three-year-old who's now too heavy for me to hold Mm. in the middle of the night. And while I do it, I'm just only going to think about one thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Like what if there was power to be found in remembering where we are and that we exist and that all those things exist, but like – Almost like in a visualizing way, just setting some of them a little further away and further totally. away and saying like, I see you. Mm-hmm. I'm actually not going to forget you. Mm-hmm. I have a good brain and that's written down and I said it out loud to other mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Are there any who I haven't done that for? Okay, great. Let's get you sure. guys concretized. Yeah, that's but right. a lot of them I have, right? Like mm-hmm. I I know that I need to write copy for the mm-hmm. next podcast episode mm-hmm. after this. I always do. Mm-hmm. I do it every Friday. I don't need to think (laughs) about that. It's there. It'll happen. Yes. Sure. Like there are spaces and maybe part of it is part of the power is like a new relationship of trust with yourself of being like I've got a pretty proven record in a bunch of areas Mm. and maybe there's some other spots in my life where I need to prioritize like how do I get you guys up to speed with some of these other areas but like Mm. knowing like no I'm not the person that I used to be who was so chaotic. Yeah, And there's a little bit of that for me is um, in my early 20s, I was so messy and not in like a causing huge damage kind of way, but mm-hmm. just in a like, I couldn't get one foot in front of the other. Mm-hmm. And I was just like always forgetting important stuff and mm-hmm. not paying bills and not calling people back and on mm-hmm. and important dates in their lives. And, sure. just, I, you know, I just could yeah. not. Yeah. And so there was always this feeling of like, I don't know why when I know that like, My heart is good. Mm -hmm. I can't seem to like roll through this world in a way that's functioning. Mm. And that's just not been true about me for quite a long time now, Mm
0: -hmm. quite Mm -hmm. a long time. And you were young. Mm -hmm. I mean, you still are young. There's so much grace for us to fumble our way through times and be like, oh, shoot. Yeah, I really wish I was better at that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get better at that. I might still be bad at it for a while, but I'm going to get better at it. And versus, like, I don't, because I do that to myself too. I'm like, oh my gosh, I am so, like, it, it, okay, here's a good example. During these days where I feel pretty frenzied because I'm carrying a lot, Mm -hmm. I start to like hate on myself inside because I'm like, see, you're just this frenzied person Mm -hmm. who just takes on way too much. But then I'm like, how rude. Calm down, everybody. I have, I'm doing the best I can. And, Like, why be so mean to myself? Why? Mm-hmm. That's not helpful. And even if that's true, then, okay, self, God, whoever is looking out for me, let's figure this out together. But for today, I'm going to do the best I know how to do today. Right. Um, and nobody's ever
1: gotten better for being like berated, like that. yeah, you know, like yeah. Even if you, even if it was true, even if all those yeah. dark things inside, which they're not, yeah. were true, what right. you would need is
0: more love, yeah. not less. Yeah, and the tender voice that's like, I don't know, similar to like a when you need to work out, like the voice that's like, you're so fat, you should go because you are just look at you, you're a mess. That is Sorry. not a very are you helpful voice. know, because yeah, that's, I know <laughs> I feel that exactly. same voice, but like the voice that's like oh, gosh, look at how beautiful you are. Your body really deserves some movement. Mm -hmm. And when you move, you feel better. And when you feel better, your body actually takes on a shape that's easier for you to be gentle with. But let's be gentle with you now because what a good body you have. I I lately, when you talk about visualizing, this is like my daily thing I keep thinking about, is um, like farming. There's this movie I watched many years ago called Faith Like Potatoes, which is like I think a really Christian movie. We probably watched it in some in some missions thing. Sure, but it the the story is true and you can look it up. But it's this guy basically who. I don't remember all of it, but he he planted potatoes in South Africa in a time when people were like, you don't want to do that. You're going to need a lot of rain for that and you're going to need – basically, it was like, this isn't going to work. And he's like, no, it is going to work. And when it works, like it'll provide for my family and it'll help this town and like we're going to grow potatoes and it'll be really good. The idea of farming is that these farmers plant things and they tend to the dirt, but they do not make it grow. They mm-hmm. don't make it grow. Mm-hmm. And I have this thing in me where I'm like, Jessica, make your life grow. Make it grow. Provide. Do the things. So, mosquito? Thank you so much. I will protect you. I love you for protecting me. Anyway, the farmers, they farm. And there is another power at work in this world that makes it grow. Mm -hmm. And when I think I have to grow my own life, yeah. I am I, responsible for the growth of my social media platforms. Mm-hmm. I am responsible for the growth of this business. I am responsible for the growth of my children. I am responsible for the growth of my marriage, my friendships, my family relationships. It's me. It's me. My health is me. It's way too much pressure on me. Mm-hmm. But when I think I am responsible for putting seeds into dirt mm-hmm. and taking care of that the best I can, like drink water, move around, love people to the best of my abilities, say sorry when I yeah. blow it because we are humans and that's what we do. Um, do what I can on my job, but like also sleep and the, the basic stuff and trust that like that guy trusted potatoes would grow and they did like trust that the things that need to grow will grow. Mm-hmm. And nourish myself accordingly. Don't nourish myself as if I'm the power that needs to do all of these things. Just do what I actually can do and trust that the power that makes things grow, that makes plants grow, that makes babies come, that makes life happen, mm-hmm. that power is at work all around us. Yeah. And it's not me. I didn't I that was be here before me. That power is what made me. That that's been very helpful because of the amount of stuff on my plate lately and some like health scare stuff and just work, this work that also I'm 35 and there's this weird voice that's like, you got to get it soon. Mm-hmm. Like you're running out of time. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we all, I felt it at 21. Yeah, It's, it's this pressure of like, hurry up. Oh, if yeah. these dreams are going to come true, it's, it's gotta be soon. Thank, thank God for the Kardashians because they're in their forties. And they're thriving Mm -hmm. and they look good Mm -hmm. and they feel, they seem like they feel good. And I actually think, I really mean it when I say thank God for them. I actually think it's cool that women can be getting older and doing cool stuff with their lives. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I know we did the whole Beyonce episode. I think there is a real pressure on us to do everything you'll ever do by the time you're 30. And that is really unhelpful and kind of sucky. And mm-hmm. so there's also that inside me where I'm like, calm down, Jessica. Right. You are young. Mm-hmm. You are capable. And why not um, do beautiful things in every single generation of your life? Yep. Or not generation, decade. Every single decade of your life, do new beautiful things according to what's at hand mm-hmm. versus that pressure that's like, oh, you're well, you're already too late. So hurry up keep hurrying. Are you hurrying? You're not hurrying. You know? Yes. Horrible. That
1: voice is so loud. Horrible. So loud yeah. to me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's it's uh, maddening and overwhelming sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then it's maddening and overwhelming that I'm being driven so mad by that thought because right. I don't believe in that thought. I know. And I expected myself to be a, a far above that. Far above the thing where you go in the mirror and you lift up your eyelids just to see what it would look like if you took a part of your eyelids out. (laughs) And far above the thought that at 32 years old, I'm expiring, have expired and don't even know yet. No, but starting way too late.
0: I know. When I used to work Fashion Week, those models were like 19, 20, 21 years old. And I was like – well, I started when I was like 22 working backstage with them. And they would say they were old by 21. And some of them wouldn't want to tell me that they were 21 because like – Already they're expiring. Mm-hmm. And I knew, I knew this is really insane thinking that a culture would tell us we're already past date at 21 because we're 21. Mm-hmm. But some of that too, is the world we live in, the culture, but also very specific to the city you and I are in, yeah. which is Los Angeles, for those of you who don't know. Um, any city like this with such an emphasis on appearance, youthfulness, independence, career, mm-hmm it's going to make everybody feel like it's too late. I guess it's all kind of a macro scale of what we're talking about in the day-to-day, just that feeling of like my time is running out. Yeah. It's, it's kind of identifying what is the voice that's yelling at you from behind. Like what's what's causing the frenzy? Mm-hmm. Because it might not just be the amount of work that we have to do. That's probably part of it. We have a lot on our plates right now, and the holiday season makes that even more intense. But like it's, it's probably not the tender voice that's behind you going like, okay, so when we finish this – we're going to wrap this up and then we're going to start this. You're really good at this. So you're going to do this for an hour the way we do with kids. You can do this. It's going to be great. Okay. We're getting closer to being done with that. Now we're going to switch to this. You really like this. You're very good at this. Or you really don't like this, but this is going to really help your day. You're going to do this part. Instead, it's the voice that's behind us like, oh, well, you're doing this, but there's a lot of other things you should be doing and you're not even doing very good at this. And I don't know why you took this on. Mm -hmm. Look, you took this on. You're not even very good at it. And now you have to move to that thing. And are you okay, do that, hurry up, do that next next yeah. thing, it's gonna fall apart. None of it is gentle, none of it is tender. And mm-hmm. you get to the end, even if you've done all the things and you feel like, I don't know if I did a good job. That yeah. was not very good. That's not Yeah. We don't wanna do that.
1: Yeah, I also have this thing where the thing that's in front of me is the thing that's ruining the next thing. Oh. Where it's like, well, because you're not doing this very quickly, you're gonna have to push, you're not going to get to go on a walk today. So you're going to feel like shit, And then you're going to mm-hmm. have to make dinner and then mm-hmm. you're going to have to work after dinner. So you're not going to get good sleep. And then yeah. tomorrow's going to be ruined because you're not do doing this quickly enough. I do that. So in terms of spells, yeah. I'm hearing us talk about um, creating things sort of like a, like a cosmic conveyor belt uh-huh. and setting the things that are further away mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. because they're not here mm-hmm. yet. And being with the things that are in front of us. Mm-hmm. And I imagine doing that at, like very physically. Like I'm seeing like little Monopoly pieces of all the things that I have going on where I can just in sort of concentric circles. And they're, they're glittery, obviously. <laughs> just to be clear. <laughs> it's not a spell. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not glittery. Yeah. So sparkly Monopoly pieces of the things that are in front of me get to be right here. Just glittery you. Mm-hmm. And glittery, making sure that button is pushed. Those yeah. are the only things. Yeah. And then later things get moved further back and further mm-hmm. back and further back on a cosmic conveyor belt. They're coming. Mm-hmm. I have to do those things. Mm-hmm. And then when they're the front thing, mm-hmm. take care of that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm hearing right now and what you're saying, this sort of um, like a way of turning the light of your gaze onto the voice that's behind you and mm-hmm. being like, what are you? Mm-hmm and letting that shadowy piece come into the light and mm-hmm. be clear and mm-hmm. seen, because that is how you pull the, pull the power mm-hmm. out of the thing that's shouting at you from the periphery. Mm-hmm. Any shadowy mm-hmm. parts of ourselves that we try to cut off get very dark and shadowy and yeah. loud. You know how shadows are kind of a distorted shape mm-hmm. of something where something really tiny, if there's a light right by it, will cast like a majorly huge shadow and being like, no, we're going to turn and look right at it and be yeah. like, what is this voice? What is this noise? It's me, right? Mm-hmm. It's all some part of my own self that it needs to be like just like brought back like in. It
0: seems it's the part of us that we didn't really like before because the way you identified it was like the part of you that felt chaotic when mm-hmm. you were younger yeah that part is still like there and we try to push her away, whatever right. that is of us. And so it's almost like welcoming her in and being like, you're good. We got this. Look yeah. at us. We're doing it. We're yeah. so good at this. And one thing I want to add is when I'm really frenzied and chaotic, my voice to my children is a lot of hurry up. We got to hurry. hurry. Come on. Come on. We got to We're rushing. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Eloise, let's go. Let's go. We got to go. And I really don't like that. And it's such an overflow of my own hurry up. Right. If you notice that in yourself, this this tendency to rush your children, for one, there might be something in us that's like maybe we need to slow down a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The other thing is I was talking to a couple moms yesterday on a call and they were saying how it's very frustrating to be in a time where they start a bunch of tasks and can't finish them. Yeah. And so then the conversation turned to how many tasks should be on our list if we're in that stage of like one of them just had her baby, um, others have a baby and a toddler. And we were kind of laughing, realizing that the list should be impossible to fail almost. Mm-hmm. Like when you're yeah. in that stage, the list is has got to be so small because it's actually huge because to be taking care of a baby and a toddler is humongous. Right. And so then to add like wash your hair to that list, that's a really major success. Well yeah. done. You yeah. know, or like yeah. make dinner, that's really crazy when yeah. you have In
1: stages like that. Yes. The stuff that you're not writing on the
0: list yes. is already a full day's amount. Totally. So like you're
1: you're actually missing a lot. Your list is incorrect.
0: Yes, right. Your list is wrong. <laughs> yes. not you. Yeah. And even like if you or I get sick or mm-hmm. so, there's a family emergency or there's so, you basically if we don't allow for any margin that's real, the real stuff of life requires some margin, then um, we're going to always feel like we're failing. But there does need to be like, okay, if you and I right now are in this window of time where our list is super long, then we do need to take care of ourselves. Then like a good night's sleep and a walk in the day actually needs to go almost in the beginning yeah. of everything so we don't accidentally overlook them. Mm-hmm. Um and then we remind ourselves tenderly, like this isn't how it will always be. yeah, and it's not our responsibility to grow everything, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just kind of weighing that. I don't know where our listener is in their stage of life, but very likely we're all doing this to some degree. We look at a list that's way too long and we can't help but feeling like we're failing at it and we're like dooming the things that are yet to come yes. because of the thing we're Which currently is doing. Which
1: magic, by the way. Yeah, yeah. To be like looking forward at something and
0: being like, you're this is already incredible. crumpled. Yes. This is already bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And there is power in turning to our partners or our loved ones or whoever's right there and saying, um, oh, here's a good example for me with My, it was Sean and Becca who are both in our house right now. Um, Sean obviously and Becca's visiting, but I'm carrying a lot work wise, some health stuff's going on, and Halloween was coming, right? And I had this great idea for what we were going to do, but then it was sort of falling apart. And so, to be able to say to them, I kind of feel like I'm failing at Halloween, like Mm -hmm. I sort of feel like, um, not that anyone put the pressure on me, but like I feel like there's something there, these are their magical years of life, and I'm. Right. I'm not able to provide the magic that they want or deserve or something. It's not even like they want. It's not like they're coming to me saying like, "Make my Halloween amazing." Right? Um, yeah. And so then for those two grownups to carry it with me. Like, oh, cool. Well, uh, here, Sean will make dinner. Becca's going to grab a sheet and make a costume. She's a ghost now. That was easy. Let's go out and see what we can figure out. Julesy's not feeling good. So, okay, Sean's going to take Jules. We'll take the bigger kids because we've been working so we didn't go out yet. And it was was this really cool collaboration of everybody who cares about everybody. We all care about everybody involved. Mm -hmm. Let's make this evening special. Yeah. And if I had just sat with my own feelings, my own feelings were like, well, you're already feeling at this and now it's your responsibility to make sure everything gets done, the people in my life wouldn't have even wanted me to do it like that. Totally. If they could hear me think that, they would yeah. have interrupted me and said, please don't think like that. That's not real. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just like the openness or you asking Connor to help with meals so that you could do these other things that's love anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and
1: it turns out in that circumstance, what yeah. you needed was actually not more time. Yeah. What you needed was some assistance from some yeah. other people. Time was actually fun. Yeah. You had plenty of time. There was plenty of space. Exactly. No, nothing was squeezing you. Yeah. You needed some support yeah. in this really I would have way. needed
0: more time if I actually was going to do all of these things by myself. Right. But why do that? Mm-hmm. And to those of you whose kids are really young still, you don't have to carry holiday magic by yourself. That's something really important to remember. You might be the one between the two of you, between you and your partner or between you and your in-laws or whoever who feels more of the magic inside of you. Like I I know what that's like between Sean and I, I'm definitely like the twinkly lights one and like yeah. the smells and all of the things. Um, but when the kids are little and you are the main one nourishing them with your body or handling sleep or whatever, this is a great opportunity. To hand off some of the holiday magic to the other people in your life yeah. and trust them with it and say, like, here's some things that I love to do. Could you lead the way on this? Could you drive us around and we could look at lights or, you know, do the yeah. things yourself? Um, it's, they do rise to the occasion. The people in your life will, even if they're not naturally that way, yeah. if you help them, they will help you. (laughs) Help them know what you need.
1: I feel like what you're describing is actually like an economics principle about like the specialization of tasks. Sure. Of being like, you could do all the things. Yeah. Some people have specialized skills. Yeah. If those people go and do these tasks that don't require their specialized skills, they're actually not available Mm. for the thing that they're really great at. True. And and organizations and operations and like all the way from a family up to like corporations to like nation states, Mm. right? Like if we organize tasks to um keep the specialized skill person in their spot right yeah. so just the things that like really only i can do mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of them
0: in fact right.
1: too many but <laughs> right <laughs> there's all this other stuff that mm-hmm. anyone could do yeah so like how flexible can we be about yeah. the stuff that anyone can do mm-hmm. even if we would do it better because that's a big part of the problem is being like well but i yeah. would be better yeah. at the menial yeah, thing yeah. too
0: so yeah. i just and you want... probably would be mm-hmm. and that's fine that's fine Really good. Really good to hand it off. You know what you're getting so good at is delegating and trusting, (laughs) empowering. Yeah. And next year you can do the better job at like the tree or the whatever, the plant. you're going to love it.
1: Maybe some weird weird thing is going to occur because actually your husband had like a weirdly good idea and everyone thought it was so funny and now that's a new family tradition tradition. because you didn't do it perfectly. He actually did it imperfectly in a way that was so fun. Yeah. That's right. That's a good point. But I had a thought when you were talking about the, um, oh, the hurry voice mm-hmm. with your children, that this, this was the succession of thoughts. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also, that will only make them frantic. Mm-hmm. They hate that. That's mm-hmm. too stimulating. They're actually now going to have to push back on you because they mm-hmm. don't like the thing you're doing. And then the next cascading thought was, oh... And also my insides hate that. That's the wrong voice to actually make me speed up. Mm-hmm. And now there's going to have to be something inside that pushes back on me mm-hmm. for managing me so badly that's in a way right. that's making me uncomfortable. Yeah, Like the thing of like, hurry, 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 hurry. Mm-hmm. Like that's actually not likes that. the correct voice for making mm-hmm. things move quickly mm-hmm. because things that move quickly are things that move smoothly. Mm-hmm. And smooth voice is deeper mm-hmm. down in the register, mm-hmm. a little quieter, mm-hmm. clear down at their eye level or up at my own eye level hey buddy I really need you to move pretty quickly from here to there do you think you could as fast as you can go get these two things and bring them to the car go mm-hmm. go 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 go. Mm-hmm. that's actually a fast voice mm-hmm. like that's that's what mm-hmm. and for me inside of being like listen guy you lane all you have to do is edit this one thing mm-hmm. and then after that we will make a whole list of all mm-hmm. the things you're worried about Truly. Really don't good. even worry about it just do this one totally. thing quickly because you're actually really getting in my way mm-hmm. by thinking about a million other things whereas that harsh rough voice just it just it pulls my shoulders up around my ears it makes me agitated and squeeze it inside Absolutely. and then I'm bad at stuff
0: yeah, not yeah. only am I busy
1: but I'm bad at things yeah. now because I'm not in yeah.
0: like an open free yeah. space that that is exactly what i feel about this partnership that I'm doing with this car company that I'm so thankful for. Mm -hmm. But when I sit down to work on one, I know that I actually have to submit six, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm really only responsible to edit one and I am good at editing one. I know how. I could do that easy. Yeah, But it's when I'm looking at six, like I'm not, I'm looking at one, but my head Mm -hmm. is in the six and I'm feeling the pressure of like, hey, hey, can we receive your videos by the end of the day? Honestly, maybe they could if I wasn't so freaked out, Yeah. but I was describing it to Sean this week of like, it almost paralyzes Mm -hmm. you when you're sitting down for one, but you know you have a pile of stuff behind that one Yes. that all of a sudden the creative energy that got you the job to begin with has fallen flat. Mm -hmm. It's so weird, but yeah, it's exactly right. If you can calm, be more tender, be more zen Uh (laughs) and just like, okay, we're here now. We're going to do this thing now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And with Eloise too, I sometimes, it's weird how parenting your kid makes you like go backwards and become a kid and figure out what was going on because I was rushing her to get to school and she was running late and I was feeling embarrassed already of that moment where we have to walk into the attendance office again late. And so I'm rushing us. I'm, I'm sort of scolding her like, come on, babe, because she, she's a a slow morning person. Mm -hmm. Um, like her, her big daddy, And so I'm like, please, please, please. But then I'm realizing in the car, like, for what? What's the worst thing? What's about right. to happen? Yeah. Because I used to think they were going to kick us out of the school because we live out of district and it was a whole thing. But I've been late plenty of times and nobody's threatened that. Mm-hmm. So, and we weren't that late. But then I'm realizing, like, I'm putting this pressure on her because I actually feel pressure because I hate that feeling of walking in late. Mm-hmm. And I hate the reputation that we've earned walking in late. But honestly, we're doing our very best and Mm -hmm. we live 30 minutes from the school and we've got two other kids to get to school at the same time. And it's, it basically like flipped in my head where I'm like, yes, of course we want to be on time. Yeah. Of course we do. I don't want to be late and yet I'm late. So what? That does not have to ruin our car ride. We can laugh all the way to the door. Yeah. I can smile confidently at the attendance office woman. So sorry, really, really working on it. Great to see you. At least Mm -hmm. when I'm late, I get to see you. Yeah. And that can be enough. And it's weird how like I actually had to go back to like little kid Jessica who hated walking in late right. to realize that I'm adding all this weird stuff. And so then Eloise too, she's like, it kind of sinks when we walk in late, but other kids walk in late too. And like, as long as we're not too late. And I don't really like it when kids look at me when I'm late. But basically, like she's having all the same thoughts going on right. as me. Yeah. And we're doing our best to get her there on time. And we're almost adding to the torture. Like it sucks enough to be late. Yes. We don't need to also have a terrible 30-minute car ride and -hmm. then get all the way there and be like mopey and so sorry. Yeah. I think there was a
1: thing in me before Mm -hmm. that used to think like if I suffered enough Mm -hmm. for the thing I was doing wrong, that Mm -hmm. it would somehow make up for the fact that I did it wrong. Yeah. When in fact – actually, I heard this thing from Dr. Sam that's from – like a, I think it was like a famous Vietnamese monk, but I don't remember that person's name, where he created this math equation that was suffering equals, uh, shoot, like pain times resistance or something okay. times resistance. The idea that if you bring the resistance down to zero, mm-hmm. then whatever the other thing is, is being multiplied by zero. So the suffering is zero.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So, like if you're in the car with Eloise, yeah. you're already, you can't stretch the time out. Right. We're like you have no really, effect yeah. on getting there right. any sooner. Yeah. You're already there. Yeah. It's a goddamn beautiful morning in Los Angeles today. Yeah, And, and right? I got this love beautiful being a fun with daughter. You guys it's have a 30 time. minutes yeah. that you get to spend with just yeah. her. And she's so funny and yeah. cool. And probably yeah. thinking about the most interesting things totally. since her brain just went through its rinse and wash cycle yeah. while she slept. Totally. And like yeah. you guys could have, that could be this not frenzied, not painful, not yes. squeezed thing. And that part is literally within your power.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's This is actually something that has happened, I don't know, in the last month where I've totally changed the way we do mornings. Mm. And yes, I try really hard not to be late. That's real. And I do scold her if she's like laying, you sure, know, just trying sure. to play with Wilson. <laughs> There's and I'm an like, edge please. to like, come on. Life we has got to go it. forward, yeah. kid. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, when we're in the car, we we are going to enjoy that car ride mm. and we're going to play loud music and we're going to talk and laugh. And she always says the most profound things. Actually, I'm going to tell you what she I said this right? week because I told Becca and she was like, that you should tell your podcast. Okay. <laughs> so on Halloween costume day, somebody dressed like the 80s, like really cute little like aerobics outfit. And Eloise Loved it and she got home and she just couldn't stop talking about it. She changed into that outfit and then that's what she wore trick-or-treating. And then she was like, Honestly, I would like to wear something like this to school the next day. And I was like, You can, cool. it's so cute. It's just like leggings and yeah. long socks and shorts and like a little cute, yeah, just cute, like windbreaker outfit, high pony, bright, scrunchie. She just loved it. And then we're driving to school, and then she's like Getting a little bit in her head about it, which mm-hmm. is interesting because she's only eight, and right. so I feel very lucky that she lets me in on these thoughts. Yeah, um, she's like, you know, I love what I'm wearing, but what if people think I look weird? And I was like, well, these are this is a great question. I'm like, so you love what you're wearing, right? Like very creative, bold, because uh, it was very colorful, yeah. and she knew that it was a costume to someone else the right. day before. Yes, and I was like, you know, in fashion, like a lot of fashion designers and people who are very successful um, creators they were weird to someone because mm-hmm. they they did something that was different, but actually they're very successful. And yeah. she's like, well, what if I don't end up being a fashion designer? I was like, well, you don't have to be. I'm just saying you're a creative person mm-hmm. and it wouldn't be that crazy if you, were, if you were weird to someone. She's like, do you think that we could practice right now some things like I could say if someone says something to me that I don't know what to say back? And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, sure. She's like, Could you tell me I look weird? And I was like, okay, well, how about this? inviting you in a role play. This is so cool. I was like, okay, first, can I tell you how good you look? Because I think that's probably what you're going to hear more. So let's practice what you're going to say to the person who says, I like your outfit. So then I told her, and, and she was like, thanks, I really like the 80s. Sometimes I wish I was born there, but I don't really know much about it, but I just like the colors. And I was like, that's Wait, so cute. I have so many ideas yeah, for supporting this, this new interest. This so cute? Yes. So she was like, and I think I would like the 90s, but I can't really tell, but I think this jacket might be from the 90s. So it was just mm-hmm. really like her bubbly little brain. That's so cool. So then she's like, okay, now you have to do the one that I really want. Like, tell me I look weird. And I was like, okay. So I'm like, I think you look weird. I think that looks like a costume. And mm-hmm. she said, well, that's a matter of opinion. <laughs> <was> like, okay. <laughs> Nailed it. Done. Perfect. (laughs) And then she's like, okay, but now what do I do if – so by this time, we've already gotten to school and we're walking up and there's all these flower bushes all around. It's really beautiful. She's like, what do I do if people are just looking at me and they're not telling me what they're thinking? Uh But I – when they do that, I feel inside like they are making fun of me. Yeah. Which how – amazing that she would even put words I'm like you're so emotionally yes her ability to interrogate her
1: own thoughts yeah, is like the, thi- yeah. the thing that the rest of us are working on for the rest of our I know, life and let just me like, talk about I have thoughts yeah I don't automatically believe these thoughts yeah I think about
0: these thoughts yeah.
1: and I trace them to their origin and I make a choice about them. the it's rest of
0: us are so just like
1: yeah are looking at me yes That's amazing. it was wild
0: so then uh, we were walking by these flowers so I'm like looking at them I'm like, well, what if one flower said to the other flower, like, oh my gosh, all these people are looking at me. I think it must be because I'm weird. And she laughed. And I was like, the other flower would say, like, of course they're looking at us. We look amazing. Mm-hmm. Just enjoy the fact that they're looking at us and be happy for them for seeing us. And then Eloise was laughing like, yeah, like be happy for them for seeing like the bright colors amazing. if they're looking at me. And I, I left being like, man, that." after I dropped her off, that is what we do. Mm -hmm. And that is not our natural voice. It's like, be happy for them to see us. Be yeah. happy for them for being in our presence, you know? Be like the flowers yeah. and be made to be enjoyed. I
1: love that. And she
0: designed an experience for other people and how cool for them if they get
1: to have it. Yeah. I
0: that was amazing. like, be like the flowers. We're gonna be like the flowers. She's like, yeah, I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna be like the flowers. Cool. And just be enjoyed. And then later I asked her, like, how to go with your outfit? She's like, great. Like people like it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that was so That's cute. So cool. Anyway, that was, yeah, you learn a lot. From being, so if I had gone with what I had been doing, this frenzied, even in the car, like we're right. gonna turn on music and we're tr- gonna try and calm down, that's what I would do. Sure. I would try to calm down from the way we've both gotten so worked up. Mm-hmm. It worked. Calming music is calming. But then we didn't have these amazing conversations. And so then now, because we both get in the car and we're like, all right, cool, here we go. Yeah. Then, and we've made a point, like, smile big at the attendance office later. No more going in and being like, so sorry. sorry Oh, I need to write her a pass. Oh, cool. Okay. Here I go. Going to do that. Mm -hmm. If you're annoyed at me, I'm annoyed at me. Welcome. (laughs) This stinks. (laughs) Yeah. That's, gosh,
1: that's so cool. Ooh that's so cool that's that's powerful magic right there magic right you're describing it's good and when i was in my 20s i was at like a church thing and this lady was talking and she was saying that doing nothing is not a waste of time it's actually often the most healing thing that you can do mm-hmm. and you almost always have a moment like in life
0: mm-hmm.
1: almost always you mm-hmm. have a moment and you likely will waste more moments being stressed and trying to pressure yourself, right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to if you were allowed to take a moment to do nothing and notice. And I remember her like feeling the arm the wood mm-hmm. arms of the chair. It was so sensory the way that she was talking yeah. about it. Like, I have this hot cup and I can feel the heat and I can smell the thing and I can feel the arms of this chair and they're solid and the chair is holding me. Mm-hmm. There's so much to notice. And there's so much space in every second, right? Like our existence is mostly space. There's space mm-hmm. between your neurons. The universe is held together by what we're calling dark matter, which is mostly like it's just space, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's so much room in our lives and we could pretty much always take a moment to do, do the nothing and let the space Mm -hmm. heal us Mm -hmm. and bring us back here and like Mm -hmm. do its good work on us Mm -hmm. and then carry
0: on to the next thing. And I see you talking to, the mom who's feeding her baby like mm-hmm. every three hours. Yeah. And we scroll, usually we get we get to that spot and then we're like so kind of yeah. We feel what we feel. So we often miss the space because we just like numb out. Yeah.
1: Isn't that interesting how yeah. you feel frantic or frenzied. So you do a thing that's more frantic and frenzied yeah. Cause cause somehow as how it like, like anesthetized. Yeah. uh uh-huh.
0: Yeah. But I just think that's this what you're saying if you're a mom who is baby feeding around the clock maybe just be invited into like the first couple minutes of that process just soaking like it, i'm not saying like soak it up you really need to feel joy uh-huh, that's that's uh-huh. not what i'm saying because yeah. actually sometimes you if you're breastfeeding sometimes you feel really low for a moment i'm just saying be there mm-hmm. like fully be hold your baby's body mm-hmm. allow yourself to sit what are you sitting on like Yeah. Let it be soft. Don't just hold your arm up. Put something under your arm. Let Mm -hmm. yourself be cozy and held. And even if you're not breastfeeding, if you're in a time of life where it just really is chaotic, there's so much going on and there's so many people's schedules to accommodate. In certain moments when you feel really frenzied, like pause and and feel what's around you, I, like feel with your hands, like what do your pants feel like? What, is, what does the couch feel like? What does the wall feel like? Mm-hmm. What's going on in your space? What does it smell like? Try to bring yourself back. Um, lately what I've been doing in my house more is like when the kids are coming home and I know that energy is gonna be really kind of chaotic, it's after school, pre-dinner bedtime chaos, I'll turn on really slow classical music before they walk in mm-hmm. to sort of set the mm-hmm. tempo for how the space is. Yeah. Um, you can light a candle for the smell or you could bake something or simmer something on a, I don't know, on the stove. I don't know how homey you are. <laughs> for me, I'm like, just light a candle. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and yeah, anything you can do to appeal to your senses, the mm-hmm. sound, the beauty of the space. It's yeah. crazy. The more chaotic that things have been lately, the more we have gotten rid of stuff in our house. I just oh, can't bear clutter. I mean, clutter is not good for any any of us, right? It feels... It increases your cortisol from what I know. Um, But I just have a lot of kids and they love to collect things and then they just bring it home. And then, yeah. So it's... To help me, we've like made spaces emptier in our house yeah. just so that I have a sense of peace. Your house is yeah. really peaceful. Her house is really peaceful. I believe be in
1: negative space. I think your eyes yeah, like, need a
0: place to rest. Yeah, it makes sense. I have
1: collections of spots where there's a ton of stuff and then a bunch of space in other ways. I love like that. Like I also – Changing your environment, curating your environment mm-hmm. to help you be in a zone that you like to be in, mm-hmm. even when you're doing things that either you don't like to do or that yeah. there's just way too much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, shifting that environment yeah. or shifting your body. Yeah. Connor talks to me a lot about shaking
0: up the energy. He's like, okay, get up, up we go. Yeah. We're going to do some push ups.
1: We're going to oh, go yeah, outside. That's funny. I do that we're gonna too. walk
0: or like jumping jacks mid project or push ups mm-hmm. or walking. Take a lap. Beck and I often will be working on something that takes a lot of focus for Very Good Mother's Club. And then we're like, we need to pause and take a lap because mm-hmm. our our brains are going to explode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's too much. There's nothing that we can do to turn ourselves into yeah. the, like doing machines. Yeah, yeah,
1: like we just will remain organic human yeah. matter experiencing stuff. That's and right. So we have to do the very human, organic, real things. Yeah, of experiencing our our time. Yeah,
0: and even if it's cold where we are, bundle up and go outside. It is so hard. I know. Bundling up all of these kids and they have to pee immediately after you've get the, gotten them bundled, but Go outside, get some fresh air, mm-hmm. feel snow on your fingertips, yep. like anything yep. to bring you back to human. I am a human. Yeah. I am a human. Yeah. I'm just here to grow alongside everything else that's growing here Mm -hmm. and the
1: bonus is that you actually will be more productive like genuinely Mm -hmm. right (laughs) like returning yourself to a regulated connected real state actually will make you more creative and more efficient and more thoughtful and it will take down all of the all of the sort of like um you know, mirages and illusions mm. of extra stuff that we're adding to mm-hmm. the very real things that we have mm-hmm. to get done in yeah. life. Almost like rain, sort of like knocking all the, all yeah. the smut out of the air. That's right. uh, again, we live in Los Angeles <laughs> and life is much clearer yeah. after the rain. Like you can it's just true. literally see farther and you can see what's real without all these extra mm-hmm. things yeah. that we're adding to the fact yeah. that there is quite a lot to do.
0: Yeah. And don't forget to mute Things like don't forget to mute accounts that make you feel crappy. Don't mm-hmm. forget to turn off notifications on your phone if you are trying to get something done and your phone's getting a lot of texts. Like, turn it on, I don't know, do not disturb or mm-hmm. sleep mode or whatever that yeah. would quiet the sound because sometimes that is adding to the chaos or just bad news. Like, there is so much bad news available to us to see at all times.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, we yeah, something I was talking about with Becca this week is just like within my immediate circle of people I actually interact with. There's already a lot of things that require um, strength and energy and grief and big emotions. Right mm-hmm. outside of that, we have this access to social media, which means you hear every bad story of yeah. every every algorithm will pump something at you that will get your attention, and it's very intense. Yeah, we need to quiet that stuff when we're able if we're feeling overwhelmed by what's right in front of us yeah you know
1: yep Yep. Mm yeah try to shift our vision to like what's real what's mine what's for me what's for now what's for later that's great and see where we can pare things down
0: because you are not running out of time Mm -hmm. and there is space Mm -hmm. and finally people you need friends Yeah, you need other people to connect with that can nod alongside you and be like, yeah, I feel some version of what you're describing. Mm -hmm. I have been through that, or I'm about to go through that. Mm -hmm. Or if I was going through that, I would feel the same way. Uh, Or they need you. They need your wisdom. Could you please tell them what you did when you went through the thing they are now struggling with? Um, one really great community we'd love to invite you to be a part of is Very Good Mothers Club. We have this membership community. Lane and I lead a Zoom call in there once a month, but we're also just active and moms are active from different parts of the world and they're amazing. We have all kinds of resources available to you inside of there. So join. We'd love to meet you and mm-hmm. we can actually talk in real life. That's the thing you might not realize is yeah. you can get on these calls with us and we actually know you and we become <laughs> friends. And yeah. It's really nice. So we'd love That's to special. see you there. And anything else we need to invite them to do? Do they need to like this podcast or like rate it? Or
1: yeah, if you are getting anything out of this podcast,
0: it's like so much more
1: helpful than can be expressed to um, rate it wherever you're listening, to leave a review if you're on Apple Podcasts, to comment if you're on the YouTube video. Like you interacting with this Mm -hmm. does get it shown to more and more and more people, so that we can expand our circle and bring more moms into the love.
0: The love. Okay. You're doing great. You look beautiful. Go have a great day.